Hey there, I'm Dr. Jerry, and this is Hear the Word. This is um, my weekly podcast where we explore um, the Sunday readings, and I provide a meditation that goes with that. And my meditation is guided by, you know, the practices of our church and prayer and meditation, but also by some psychological insights. I'm a mental health professional who specializes in trauma and anxieties. And I'm bringing to bear some of some of that mental health expertise, and I'm integrating with our faith. I hope you enjoy. And uh, this is episode 64. It's the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. And today, I'm going to be doing a meditation with you um, called Bringing a Healing and Nurturing Figure into Our hearts or minds or imagination in order to bring about greater levels of healing and connection. Uh, I'm an EMDR therapist and in EMDR terms, this would be called a resource. So a lot of times before you do any kind of real trauma therapy, you do resourcing and resourcing is fantastic because it just kind of strengthens what's already in us. And the idea of, um, our faith is that our faith is filled with actual spiritual resources. And that's what's really amazing is that Catholics have been doing this kind of resourcing, if you will, for, for centuries. Um, and if you look at our examples in our faith, you will see um, uh, the one of the, the most powerful ones, I believe, uh, of course, other than Christ himself, is... Christ's mother, Mary. And uh, I don't know if you notice, I do these podcasts in my prayer room most of the time. And uh, I love icons. Big fan of icons. And one of my favorite icons is this one back here. I'm going to just grab it. It's actually the diptych that just came from Rome. But this icon here, and if you're listening only, you can't see it. But it's on YouTube. You can see the picture. But this the icon right here, it is, shows Mary. And if you see closely, you'll see that Mary and Jesus's lips are touching. I just love that intimacy. And so many uh, pictures in our faith. And, you know, if that one doesn't speak to you, because some people don't love <clears throat> the um, Eastern style icons. But if that image doesn't speak to you. There's probably in our faith tradition, there's probably many different pictures that will. And so I want you to think about someone, uh, and, and you don't have to stick to the faith, but I personally think it's powerful. Um, and in fact, in this exercise, because it's not just a meditation, it's a prayer. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to invite you to choose, um, an actual spiritual resource um, that God has provided for us. Uh, if that isn't helpful for some reason, because some people have a difficulty with that, it doesn't have to be a spiritual, spiritual choice. I want you to think about someone, right? Uh, it could be Christ himself. It could be the Holy Spirit. It could be God the Father. Um, but it also could be Mary, Our Lady. Um, in the East, we call her the Theotokos. Um, it could be 
could be Mary, but it could be any of the saints, any of the angels, right? Because God gives us all of these resources. That's what I love about patron saints is that there's a saint for everything. God has a resource available to you and it comes usually, usually there's an icon of every saint or some kind of imagery and pictures so we can connect visually. And, and then of course there's stories, there's stories of faith. And he gives us those, gives us those because he wants to give us everything we need. So every problem, every struggle, every anxiety, there's, there is a saint or God himself or an angel that can help us. All right, so before we begin with the readings and integrating that with our meditation, I'm inviting you to think of um, a saint, an angel, maybe even uh, uh, God himself in some, in some way that he expresses himself. I'd like you to think of an example of that, right? What's one that really speaks to you as, and I'm here today, we're looking at nurturing and healing. When I've done this, this exercise with others in the past, a lot of people choose like Mother Teresa. She's a great example. Um, but everybody has a different saint. And if you don't want to pick a spiritual person, you can. And, and you can pick anybody from history or um, even the media that represents nurturing and healing. Right? And so we're just going to invite you to have that person in mind as we do our readings today. And I pause throughout to bring in the meditation. All right. So let's begin. I hope you're in a, if, you're, if it's possible to be in a comfortable place, to be in a relaxed, taking a deep breath, breathing in, I invite you to say, Lord Jesus Christ, breathing out, have mercy on me. You may need to do that several times. We're noticing if there's tensions, if we're holding any muscle tension, any unusual sensations in our bodies, we're just going to notice those. And as we breathe out, we invite those to be released if, if they will. And then we join here. The first reading is from the book of Job. Job spoke, saying, Is not man's life on earth a drudgery? Are not his days those of hirelings? He is a slave who longs for the shade, a hireling who waits for his wages. So I have been assigned months of misery, and troubled nights have been allotted to me. If in bed I say, When shall I rise? Then the night drags on. I'm filled with restlessness until the dawn. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. They come to an end without hope. Remember that my life is like the wind. I shall not see happiness again. And so we hear that. And we see how there might be ways in which we can relate. Right? There are times when perhaps we feel despair, we feel like giving up. 
were filled with restlessness and anxieties. And again, like those muscle tensions in our body, we're just going to notice that. That there's a part of us that feels that way. That is down. Perhaps broken. Despairing. I'm just going to notice that. That there's a part of us that is having real trouble. Feels the way Job does. Now let's listen to the psalm. Psalm 147. Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Praise the Lord for he is good. Sing praise to our God for he is gracious. It is fitting to praise him. The Lord rebuilds Jerusalem. The dispersed of Israel he gathers. Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He tells the number of the stars. He calls each by name. Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. To his wisdom there is no limit. The Lord sustains the lowly. The wicked he casts to the ground. Praise the Lord. Who heals the brokenhearted. So now I'm inviting you to take a moment, bring into mind that that person that you chose at the beginning. Whoever that was, I'd like you to notice them. in your mind's eye I'd like you to picture them and if it's a saint if it's Our Lady if it's Christ invite them to be present today in this moment and be seen noticing their eyes their expression toward us Notice any details of, of their expression, of their clothing. Allow ourselves to get a little closer. Really see them. Bring to them our despair, our restlessness our troubles. And allow in some way for them to bind up our wounds. Noticing how God calls us each by name. And so we read from 1 Corinthians, brothers and sisters, if I preach the gospel, there is no reason 
for me to boast. For an obligation has been imposed on me, and woe to me if I do not preach it. If I do so willingly, I have a recompense. But if unwillingly, then I have been entrusted with a stewardship. What then is my recompense? That when I preach, I offer the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my right in the gospel. Although I am free in regard to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so as to win over as many as possible. To the weak, I became weak, to win over the weak. I become all things to all, to save at least some. All this I do for the sake of the gospel, so that I too may have a share of it in it. So we're noticing here St. Paul basically saying, I want, I'll be what I need to be to help others. I have become all things to all, to save at least some. Here he's reflecting really God himself, right? Because like I said before, God provides whatever it is we need. So as we turn to this, this person, you know, this person that we brought into our mind's eye, this nurturing, healing person, we're noticing that they want, like St. Paul, they want to give us what we need. They care about where we're broken. They care about doing whatever it is that will help us. That might mean they want to hold us. Embrace. Might mean they just know that they need to see us look into our eyes and just with love be seen be comforted might mean that they need to hold our hand or help us up whatever it is as we take a breath we just allow allow this nurturing loving healing person to care for us and that through them God cares for us and meets our every need so we read the gospel of St. Mark on leaving the synagogue Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever they immediately told him about her he approached grasped her hand and helped her up. Then the fever left her and she waited on them. When it was evening after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or, or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. 
Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, Everyone is looking for you. He told them, Let us go on to the nearby villages, that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. And so we notice what Jesus does here with Simon's mother-in-law. She was sick with a fever. He approached, he grasped her, he held her hand, he helped her up. So we notice that he gave her what she needed. She came alive again. And so let us pause, right, and allow in our mind's eye this person, this healing and nurturing person. Allow that person to give us what we need. Maybe we need them to approach, hold our hand, and help us up. But whatever that is, let's imagine what it is like to receive that from this person. Let us notice what it's like to experience that love. What it's like to experience being nurtured and cared for. Take a deep breath. As you breathe out, just allow that love and that nurturing to just cover us, embrace us, take care of us. And notice through this how much God loves us and wants to meet our every need. All right. Well, thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the meditation. If you did, share, <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> Let's get the word out a little bit and come on over to soulsandhearts.com and sign up for our weekly newsletter. All right. Well, this has been the 64th episode and we hope I hope you'll join me over at Be With The Word. We'll, we'll discuss it. To this, uh, hear the word. We do the meditation and the readings. And then we have a bit of a discussion over at Be With The Word. All right, until next time, be still, believe, and be loved.